episode 99, Short and Sweet. Join us at the table where we talk board games to miniatures and everything in between. The games we play with Brian and Chris. Hey, and welcome back to The Games We Play, a podcast about board games, tabletops, RPGs, miniatures, but always about the games we play. I'm your host and co-founder of The Games We Play, Brian. With me this week is my lovely wife, Emily. I'm Emily. Hey, Emily, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. This is episode 99 of The Games We Play. This week, we're going to be talking about a couple games. This is going to be a short and sweet episode as given by the title. I'll talk about that here in a couple seconds, but if this is your first time listening, thank you so much. I hope you enjoy it. Right now, we're doing things a little different during the pandemic. We're actually doing just talking about games, actually. Uh, The games we play, in fact. Uh, Surprise, surprise. But typically, we actually have short segments with different topics, kind of off-the-wall stuff. That should be returning soon, hopefully. Uh, Life's getting back to normal-ish a little bit more. unquote. Well, I'm, I mean, next week, some people from my office are going back into work. So that means things are are starting to get back to normal. And hopefully sooner than later, Chris and I can start meeting up on a regular basis and actually getting to play games in person. That would make things a lot easier for the podcast when you're trying to do game reviews and other things. Uh, yeah, it's hard to review games when um, neither people have played it. So it, nigh impossible, in fact. <laughs> if you will. Well, it's kind of hard to give opinions if you haven't played it. Hey, this game looks really cool. Yeah, I'll give it a seven. I like the cover. (laughs) (laughs) It looks cool. Um, Anyway, so uh, we'll be getting back to that soon. But thanks uh, thanks again for listening. So this week uh, is actually Easter. Well, this last, I guess when you're hearing it, this last weekend was Easter. So holiday week for us. So it's been kind of busy. You got the family and all the activities. I actually smoked a ham for Easter. Uh, for dinner, and that actually turned it was, out pretty good. It was good. the best ham I've ever had, and I'm not just saying that. I mean, I was a little disappointed because, uh, I don't know, I was having troubles with it, and just it was starting to take forever, and I, I got was... it to the table, dinner only got delayed a half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst, is when you're trying to smoke, and you're just watching that temperature probe, and it's just dragging on, and you know, supper was supposed to be done right now, and... <laughs> It is what it is. But it all turned out. It did. I Ma- thought it was good. It was pretty fun. Uh, made a custom glaze. Anyway, uh, just a lot going on. That, not to mention, we're still uh, tr- we're still navigating all the health issues. So if you yeah. haven't been listening in the last couple weeks, uh, not only it, you know Emily's still recovering, but I mean you are doing better, right? I am doing better. Not one hundred percent yet, but I am. I'm getting there. Knee and hand are healing up. You actually worked this last week. Which I did. I, get, I went back to work, so that's good. Yep. I can bend my fingers, so that's progress. <laughs> can stand up, so we're Score. getting somewhere. <laughs> and uh, I had some more cardiologist appointments and tests and, and whatnot, so still kind of a busy week, so we didn't get a whole lot of gaming in just because of that. We went to that one... Host or that is not hospital that urgent care that office what four times between all this yes, last week four times in one week between our son you and me uh, crazy yeah. crazy it's not fun no I'm surprised do we get like a frequent flyers yeah we ticket? need like a punch card I think we should there's always that lady sitting right there like making sure you have your mask and anyway yeah she so. knows. Yeah, she does. That's we should get, get her to start punching. Uh, anyway, n- neither here there, but. Um, 
So we, we're just going to make it a short and sweet. We're going to talk about a couple of games and then cut it off there. Not to mention, I've been prepping, and so has Chris, for episode 100 next week. So tune in next week. We're going to be going over our Prime 11, as we call it, top games of all time. So pretty excited to talk about that. Um, that will take a little bit to record, and it's been taking a lot of prep time. So um, that's also I'll be interested excuse. to see if your number one is still the same. Mm. Uh, it might be. I don't know. I it's so hard for those it, of you that have listened. It's so hard to make from these back decisions. in the day. Also, why it's been very difficult is trying to. I don't know. You you get, <laughs> you get all these on a list. And you you're like, yes, this is number one. Well, no, I don't know. <laughs> it just kind of depends what mood you're in. So, um, it's a fun little exercise. I highly suggest you do it too. Uh, and when you do, please send it in. It'd be fun to talk about it and read it on the podcast. All right, do I, I get to send mine in? Uh, sure, or we could talk about it on another episode after that. Oh, yes. It's up to you. Whatever you want to do. I'll do mine on 111. <laughs> 111. There episode. you go. That's, that's your episode. <laughs> and then the next time will be 222. Just me time be... to prep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is hard. You have to get the whiteboard out and do the whole We do have and... a whiteboard you can use. I know. I might have to do that. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get out of the administrative stuff. Emily, let's talk about our first game for tonight. So what's the first game you want to talk about? Yeah, we had the chance to play Bricks with some friends. B-R-I-K-K-S, if you're looking for it. If you are a Tetris fan, this is the game for you. Guess (laughs) what? It's a... Roll and write. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. It is a roll and write. You did give me this game for my birthday last year, so you got it specifically for me, which I do really, really enjoy it. It was really fun. It is a fun game. So This was only our second time playing. It was it our second or third time? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. But all right. So it's a roll right in Tetris theme. How does that play out? Yeah. So you have a piece of paper that has this grid on it and somebody rolls the dice. One of the dice has numbers on it. The other one has colors on it. And so on the back of your sheet, there is a chart with the different touches shapes that are different colors. So, so whatever the dice say... You go to that that column with the bro- with the number because it's a four side dice and there's yes. four columns. And then you go down to that specific color. So everyone has to make that shape based on the on that roll on what the chart says, and you have to fit it into your grid. And then you get points based on how many of the boxes you fill in in each row, just like a actual Tetris game. And at the the higher you get, the more bonus points you get. You also have a chance to um, move over and up, so you can change the rotation of the shapes or pick a different shape. Yeah, and you can always re-roll on your turn. Is always an option. Yeah, because on the sheet of paper, if you move left and right. It's like it's rotating the shape. So think when you yeah. hit Tetris and you press the B button and it rotates. Well, that's what it is across the line. And so you can there's these special re, like bonus power up that you can you can collect, but you can also spend it to quote unquote rotate the shape. So you just move which one. And that's just for you. All the other players would still have to take the same shape unless they want to spend energy to also rotate it. Um but yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy. You just basically draw the shape out on your piece of paper and then exit out to show that you filled in that spot on your paper. And when you're writing it, you drop it from the top. So if you just kind of visualize it going down and it 
you can kind of move it left and right on this sheet, but you, you still have to make it through the pathway, if that makes sense. So if it's like the L shape, but there's there's only one space or one brick you know on the column you can't get past that gap for example uh, but if there's two you could and then you could you could shift it over if you will like if you're playing the game um it's pretty easy uh there's also colors on the color dots that if you line up the color dot with the sheet the color of the piece you get more bonus energy um the bonus energy allows you to um like i said rotate the shapes or take any shape you want um there's also uh, bonus is that if you get a Tetris line, so when you put a shape down, if it completes a full row, if you complete two or more rows, it can give you special bonuses, so you get more X's. So if you if you fill three or four lines in, which is the most you can do with the straight up and down, uh, you get, I think, what, four X's in that bonus area, and it's kind of exponential. It gives you mm -hmm. a lot of bonus points at the end of the game. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Each row does score, like Emily was saying. You go through and see... How many you filled up, and then I think you get like one point for eight, nine point for or two points for nine, and five points for ten, for example, uh, because it's ten wide, and that's that's pretty much the game. I think pretty there's some much. multipliers in the top rows, so as you yeah. fill up, um, you get multipliers if you can complete those rows. But obviously, the higher you get, the harder it is to fill in those rows, especially when you're running out of space. Because if you can't fit uh, a shape anywhere, you can use bombs. There's you get three bombs that basically you you can ignore that role. Uh, but if you choose not to use the bombs or use them all and you can't fit the shape, then you're done. And all the other players keep going until they're done. And then that's when you score and see as high score. Um, so kind of an interesting game. I, I know. And I think it's been advertised as basically rolled right. Tetris, right? Uh, yes. Tabletop Tetris, which I thought that seemed kind of gimmicky because obviously Tetris is so popular and everybody knows what Tetris is. And then you get into a roll and write and you just wonder, OK, how's this going to work out? But how is this actually going to be fun or interesting? Because you're just putting shapes down. But this one actually kind of surprised me with some of the extra mechanics. I really like the puzzle feel of it, which obviously Tetris is like a puzzle game, but I think it's really fun to try to fit the shapes in and then try to put them on the specific colors to get the combos mm -hmm. and to fill in the sh the rows. It's kind of tricky to get all the row filled in. Well, just like Tetris, you could set yourself up where you don't fill in that one column and then you try to get the straight long piece and then try to get multiple rows to get the bonus points. But if you do that, I think when I played, I, I had one almost going up the whole entire thing because I just couldn't get a straight yes. piece, uh, just like the real game, how it goes. <laughs> you uh, know. So so th there's definitely some risk and reward, or you can play it safe and just try to fill in the rows and not try to go for the bonuses and just try to get the most filled rows. It, it's kind of interesting uh, approach that you could take both and, and maybe win. Uh, either way and then not to mention trying to collect those bonus energy and then knowing when to use those energy in the right times to be able to get the right piece mm -hmm. uh, so there's a lot more uh options or a lot more decision strategy than i thought it was going to be when you think hey it's tetris on a piece of right. paper um kind of interesting i really liked it i i do like that even if you roll a specific thing you have you can use those um bonus energy to mm -hmm pick a different shape yeah or, and it, it like only costs you one and right. you can get quite a few throughout the game yeah especially if you're only using it 
using it to move one space left or right. That's huge. Essentially, you're rotating the pieces, what you're doing. Um, that's big, uh, especially since you can collect 10 to maybe 12 energy. That comes in handy, especially late in the game when you're getting really hot. Oh, yeah. And there's only one piece that can fit. Yeah. Um, that's where it gets really tricky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. A very fun game. I th- This is pretty cheap, I think. Uh, I believe it's $10, maybe. Well, it is a roll and write. <laughs> Most of them aren't very expensive. Oh, yeah. See, on Amazon, it's like it's like $18, but I think you can get it cheaper through Game Nerds or some of those other ones, but... Uh, pretty pretty cool game. Really enjoy this. Is, this one was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> By far. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. Glad uh, you bought a game for me and you actually liked it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think even the last time we played after we got done, I, I think I remember saying, wow, this was really fun. Why hadn't we played this, uh, this right. last year? Yeah, it's true. It's really fun. Definitely want to play this more. Yes. It's not my too. top 10, though. <laughs> it's on your prime list next week. <laughs> Almost into like a top ten rolling rights. Oh my word! Right, we play enough of those now. It's true. I'm sure people are getting sick of us talking about rolling rights. Maybe. So let's talk about a not a rolling right game. Not a rolling right, but still has dice. It does still have a dice. We got a theme here. Uh, so the next game on our list that we played was Tumble Town. Now. I think we talked about this previously, briefly. We played maybe once, I think. Yes, once. Um, and it was just the two players. So this one was a Kickstarter that we got in a few months ago that we backed. And essentially the idea of this, it's an old Western theme type game where you're rolling dice and you're drafting cards. And the cards are represent different buildings in the old West. You're going to see... Like the saloon and outhouse, and I can't think of any other old Western type <laughs> buildings, but they're there, like the bank and and whatnot. And on general those cards, store. yeah, general store is definitely one of them. Stables, that blacksmith, that kind of stuff. Saloon. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Hotel. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just <laughs> you got any more before I get schoolhouse? <laughs> You good? <laughs> Prison. Church. Um, sheriff's office. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> so on these cars, it represents the dice that you need to build it and the shape of them. So they're going to be up combinations of three wide or up to three tall using the three different colored dice of black, gray, and brown. And on the buildings, they also tell you the restrictions. So they tell you the numbers, essentially, that you can use. And they're all varying where... Maybe all the, some of them have to be less than or greater than a number. Uh, some of them have to be odd numbers or even numbers or have to be specifically one through three or three through five. There's a big variety in this, which I, I do appreciate that uh, every time we seem to play, we, we you just get different kind of combinations. So it kind of changes the game. And uh, uh, you have a player board in front of you, and it represents a street in your old west town, and you're building these buildings on either side of the street. On your player mat, it has bonus spots uh, saying if you build a building here that is too tall or three wide or a brown die or gray die and so on and so forth, then you get bonus points for doing that. Um, kind of some city planning, if you will. Uh, but it's not necessary, and you can't build it anywhere. And that's basically the game. I know there's a lot of other uh, there, there's a lot of other mechanics where the cards. Uh, it's kind of an engine building, so 
as you build these buildings, some of the cards give you bonuses that allow you to add or subtract numbers from your dice rolls or re-roll them, or you can swap dice of certain colors from other ones pretty cheaply to be able to ensure that you can build buildings. Um, so there, there's some variety here. There's also one-time bonuses you can get. Uh, you can expand your slot for how many dice you can get. So there's a lot of variety of the games, and it definitely gives you kind of that engine building feel. Uh, it's it's definitely not a dexterity game. It might feel like it is at sometimes as, you, like as you're trying to stack dice and not have them fall, even though there's no penalty for making them fall. Sometimes it feels like a dexterity game. I, when we ordered this Kickstarter and because of the title, I thought it was a dexterity game. Like I thought it was like you couldn't let your town tumble. Right. But she didn't watch like the Kickstarter video. Like the video actually made it pretty clear. So we're not like throwing shade <laughs> where they like duped us. She did. That's just what kind of what you think if you saw it. That's uh, just automatically what my mind went to. Right. But definitely isn't that. And um, it, it's more of a strategy not even the dice roll. I mean, the dice rolling it just takes place for building the buildings. But I don't feel as though the dice rolling and the luck, like randomness of it, really plays a whole lot into it per se. Uh, there's enough mitigation that you can change dice, unless you just get terrible rolls, like I did this last time, and everybody was rolling perfect and didn't have to worry about it. But I'm not bitter about it. <laughs> and <laughs> there's just a lot of variety and a lot of strategies that you can take. It's it, it it's a game that doesn't really drag on. It's a actually fairly yeah, quick game. It does go pretty fast. Um, basically, the game is over, and you're like, oh, it's over. It almost feels like it ends maybe a turn or two too early. Yes. Or maybe you're thinking it will go on longer, but it doesn't. Uh, so I kind of actually like that. It 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 just is quick and done, and you kind of have to be efficient. You can't putz around with your turns. You have to get stuff going. You know. Yeah, you pretty much have to build every time. You almost have to every turn. You almost have to, and you really want to go for those tier threes early. Yeah. I do like that. The games like Splendor and Century and some of those others, it feels like it takes a while to get up to that tier three, if you will, uh, or like Gizmos, where it takes a while to get mm -hmm. to build your engine to get up to tier two, and then you get up to tier three, and it just it's slow going, and then it's really fast, right? This game, you basically could just start grabbing tier two or tier three from the beginning and start building. The only thing is tier three, um, it is harder to build, uh, but they give you in-game bonuses. And those aren't necessarily great to get right away because you kind of want to get your tier one and tier two so you can get some of the conditions. So when that tier three comes out, then you get a lot of points. Yeah, that kind it's of not going to help you early on. No. So there's a little less emphasis on trying to build the small engine to get to tier three. You could basically build tier three on your first turn if you wanted to. It's just not going to really do you a whole lot of good. At so but if there's a really good one that you really want. Right. That it, is a good strategy to get it. Right. But that's just really interesting and in how this game plays out. That's mm -hmm. different than a lot of these other games that just right from the beginning, just start grabbing tier three. It's like, all right. Um, kind of interesting. I know when we first played it, it's easy to fall in that trap. Is I'll just keep taking tier one and taking tier one. And yeah. Then, oh, and then I ran tier out of the dice. And then I just took tier three. And I was like, wait, I could build this. What? And so I just started taking tier three uh, because we, we had somebody building. too late. Yeah, yeah. So there's definitely a good mix, um, and it's just different. So it feels different. If it had built built like Splendor, where it takes 20 minutes just to get up to tier two or tier three, I don't think this game would just kind of feel like that. It'd just feel like any other game. So um, I kind of appreciate that. It's just different in that regard. 
overall, I, it's an interesting game. I wouldn't say it's my favorite game, um, but it's fun. It's different. I like that it's different. It is different. I don't I, it's not my favorite game either, but I do like that it's different. And it was easy to teach, too. Yes. So we taught it to some friends. So we played a four-player game. I'd definitely say a four-player game was more enjoyable than a two-player game. Yeah, but there's not a whole lot of player interaction. There is not a lot of player interaction. But there was more dice that came out bec- when you set up. And you got to see a lot more cards. because We they got to see more through. cards, yes. That, that, that I enjoyed. Yeah, I think we should probably play it with the advanced rules with the... Are different horses. You can mm-hmm. get different horses. I guess there was some player interaction that you ended up scoring points off of people next to you. Which was a lot different than what you pl- we played uh, two-player, because two-player so like, whatever. When we were playing with the four-player game, I was put in this predicament that my, my secret goal, my horse, <laughs> ended up playing into your scoring points. Because it's based on how many symbols you have, and so I was trying to collect I those think it was sim- cowboy hat symbols on your buildings. Yes, so I was trying to get those symbols for my secret goal on my horse, but it turns out that I was just giving you points too. Well, you had already built three or four, and that tier three came out where I got points for my neighbor's building hats. And I'm looking over there, and Christopher has two or three, and you have three or four. It was a no-brainer, right? Right. So at that point, then, yeah, you had to kind of think through it. But that definitely added a little more complexity or strategy than just a two-player game. So I, I did appreciate that. But we, yeah. we do have the advanced uh, like little mini expansion that comes with a lot of uh, advanced buildings also comes with the advanced horses that give you special powers that are it's a little more asymmetrical. Uh, so I wouldn't mind trying to play that and see how much it changes it. I, I would think it would it would modify enough that it might add a little more strategy to it just because of the nature of those cards and some of the, the scoring bonuses mm-hmm. could be interesting. Yeah, but um, nice little game. I mean. Uh, again, not my favorite, but it's not a bad game. No. I very much enjoyed it and um, very easy to teach and just something a little different. I mean, yep, something unique. If you're walking by, you, you see these people with their mats and you have these little buildings of dice built. That's It's kind of fun. It's a little, it's cute, if you will. Someday we'll be walking by watching other people play games. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Well. Usually we talk about more games, but we're just going to go ahead and end it there uh, just because of what we talked about in the intro. Uh, Was there anything else you want to talk about, Emily? I don't think so. So Chris and I will be coming back next week and talking about our top prime list of all time. It's going to be our top 11. So we have that to look forward to. That might get broken up into two episodes, depending on how long it goes. Uh, Usually they do take a while. So rather than having a two-hour episode, I almost kind of want to put out two one-hour episodes. We'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll play it by ear. Uh, Emily and I have a couple games on our list here that we, we're going to play. So I learned and read the rules for Pacific Railroad, Inc. That's a newer game out from Yellow. It's uh, it's a little crunchy looking <laughs> at it. I mean, it was like a 30-page rule book for Don't let the, ga- the box fool you. <laughs> no, but it, really cool. I, I think I'm re- really going to like this. It's it's engine building plus... No, pun intended, actually, because it's a train. <laughs> um, Engine building with worker placement with some tile placement as you're building a railroad. All combined together. I think we're really going to like this one. I think so. And our as I was opening uh, and, and like punching it out, my our son... 
he just must have like a third sense. He loves trains, by the way. Uh, he must have a third sense. He was in the basement and he just randomly came up as I was opening it up. I don't even think he heard it. And he saw trains. He's like, what's this? And he sat at the table for no less than a half an hour as I'm reading the rules and punching it out. And he's just playing with the little trains and telegraph poles because that's some of the components. Uh, cool components, by the way. Uh, your, your scoring marker is like a little train engine. Anyway, uh, he's just sitting there <laughs> playing with it on the board. like Yes, building the electrical lines. And the railroad lines. So even if we don't like that, we have that. He can play with it, I guess. <laughs> Um, so we have that he's up on the board. He's pretty disappointed he's not old enough to play it. Yeah, he's like, okay, are we ready to play? I'm like, ooh, <laughs> this is a, uh, I think the age on the box is 14 plus. Oh, it's it's a, it's a crunchy game um, from reading it. But we'll see. We'll see how it plays. I think it should be pretty fun. Um, so we got that to play, and I think we're going to play the super pinball arcade roll and write game from Jeff Engelstein. Yes. And then we have a couple weeks in a couple weeks we have like a gaming weekend. Yeah. We're meeting some uh, old friends and we've got an Airbnb and we're going to be meeting them and pretty much the whole weekend just playing board games. Is gonna, with oh yeah. Kids. It's going to be, be awesome. Super fun. It's going to be amazing. I don't know. It's going to be so hard to decide what to pack. Well, clank. I, I'm well, assuming. obviously. <laughs> Probably not wingspan. Last time we were playing wingspan so. with them, uh, <laughs> the girls did not have a good time. Well, that's when you had your like. I, I found that Uber. the the card tucking abusing uh, and 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 you broke the game. And well, Andrew also broke it with the egg laying too. He had uh, <laughs> eggs everywhere. Every round, he was getting five eggs. It was ridiculous. Uh, good times. So no longer fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and end there. Emily. All right. We appreciate listening. Hopefully, everybody had a wonderful Easter, had a wonderful weekend. I know here here in Iowa, it was beautiful. We actually got to go outside multiple times. It was pretty yeah. pretty amazing. Uh, hope everybody had a wonderful week. Please tune in next week to episode 100. It should be a lot of fun. Please send in your top 11 list or even your top five or whatever. Uh, we do appreciate it. We'd like to talk about it on on the podcast. Anything else, Emily, before we take off? I don't think so. All right. Well, then, from the games we play, I am Brian. And I'm Emily. And keep on gaming. Join the conversation and feel free to give us your feedback. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Games We Play Pod and at gamesweplaypod at gmail.com.